Good morning to you. It is Thursday, November 3rd at 9.30 a.m. Uh, I had the opportunity, the uh, fortunate situation that some tickets to last night's exhibition fell in my lap, into my lap, thanks to my, my brother. Uh, my dad commented on yesterday's quick cast that I need to wish my brother a happy birthday. So, happy birthday brother of LB or brother of Boiler Dowd. I don't even, he's never had a label on here before. Um, and I'm not going to tell you his name because I mean, how would you figure, what would you do with it? Um, anyway, uh, so my brother turned 50 years old this year. So, and he gave me his ticket. So that was a good deal. Um, yeah, but, uh, thanks for tuning in. It is, uh, Purdue is unofficially, uh, one to know, uh, it does, yeah, last night, last night's game really doesn't matter much. But it showed us a bit about what the future might hold for this Purdue basketball team. I'll talk a little bit about that here in a second. Before I do, let me thank the uh, maker of this t-shirt that I'm wearing, Martin Vintage. Head over to martinvintage.com, get a shirt like this one. This one talks about the old oaken bucket on the back. Enter boiled at checkout, get 15% off. That's a pretty darn good deal. MartinVintage.com, and when you're on campus Saturday, I, I just rewatched my quick cast from yesterday and said tomorrow, which would be today. There is no football game today in God's country, so I apologize if you're on campus right now because you heeded my advice and went to West Lafayette. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry for I'm sorry for misleading you. It's Saturday. Purdue plays Purdue plays Iowa on Saturday at noon, and if you're there, uh, head over to AJ's and before you go over there go to eatajs.com pre-order get some good stuff and uh, uh, enjoy a pint enjoy a burger enjoy uh, some I, I love the mac and cheese bites because I'm a health nut eatajs.com on vine a e AJ's is on vine not EJ eatajs.com is on the interwebs um, so anyway uh, yeah Purdue beats up on Truman State I don't know anything about Truman State honestly uh, what I do know is Purdue won 102 to 57, uh, had four turnovers, just four turnovers in the entire game, 28 assists. Zach Eady led the way. He had, uh, I think, 23 points, shot eight of nine, led the team in rebound with, I think, seven. Uh, I'm going to bring the box score up here. Uh, he had seven rebounds. Like I said, he led everybody in rebounding. Braden Smith had six. Trey Kaufman-Wren had six as well. Um, Trey Kaufman-Wren had 15 points. Brandon Newman had 13 points. Uh, David Jenkins had, thir had uh, 12 points in his debut as a Boilermaker. And Caleb First had 11. A lot of positives here. A lot of neat stuff happened at the game. If you, if you got to watch it and you paid for BTN+, Plus, I apologize to you and yours. That's a horrible waste of money. I got burnt by BTN Plus once. I'm not going to get burnt again. Last time I did it, it was a horrible feed. It was glitchy. I heard they had some problems last night, according to some people on Twitter. So if you did that, I apologize to you. I'm not giving them an extra nickel. I'm glad BTN exists, but I don't like BTN Plus at all. I think it's awful. I think it's a bad service. Regardless if it's an exhibition or a preseason game, I just don't like it. So... Uh, Purdue out-rebounded Truman State 49-20. to That matters a bit. I, I tweeted about that. The BS Analytics desk has been uh, rapidly and, and uh, quickly punching numbers, punching numbers into their calculators, looking into the data, pouring over it to find out that 
Purdue was a better team. Purdue completely overmatched Truman State. There's no doubt about it. A um, couple big takeaways that I had in person. These are the things I really wanted to tell you. If you didn't get to see it, if you weren't in the arena, um, I would say the things that I took away was, number one, Purdue physically looks bigger and stronger than they did last year. The build of the team, kind of the way they look on the court, and granted, they were com you're comparing them to a team that's that's not very big, not very physical. Truman State's biggest guy was 6'9", maybe. Maybe. Uh, but Purdue reminds me, in the way, the, the physical nature of this team, reminds me a bit of UConn teams from... 10 years ago and Michigan state teams recently just very physically imposing. They're not only, <clears throat> they're not only strong, pardon me. They're not only tall, they're strong as well. Uh, Purdue is going to be really tough to handle in the lane for about anybody. I think they're going to be a good rebounding team all year long based on what I saw. Everybody attacks the glass. They're very unselfish. Uh, the things you read about, if you read about the, the secret scrimmage versus Cincinnati, all look to be true in person. Purdue has a bunch of poise. They have a bunch of guys that seem to be not very affected by the situation, particularly Braden Smith. He didn't have a great day if you look at him on paper. I think he had he had no points. Um, had a couple turnovers, had some assists, but his six rebounds were no noteworthy. He goes up for the ball. He can really jump. He's He looks like a great athlete. You probably have seen that if you looked at some of his film from high school. But Braden Smith looks the part. That's the thing that was best. He didn't look like he hadn't been there. He actually looked like just the guy you plugged in. He plays point guard and he belongs there. I think he's going to have really good days ahead for uh, for Purdue. Uh, Lawyer looks, uh, there are a couple guys that, that are thin, like honestly look like basketball players. Lawyer and Waddell are those two guys, honestly. Everybody else just looks physically imposing, really. Trey Kaufman-Wren, after a year of red shirt, comes in. We got to see him a year ago this time kind of uh, seeing if he could give it a go. He decided to redshirt. He looks also like Braden Smith, just looks like a guy that belongs playing college basketball. He looks like a guy who honestly look, could be playing college football. He's he's a big, strong guy. He has an excellent, I don't know what his wingspan is. I haven't read up on that. But he looks like he has a long wingspan. He last year reminded me more of Vince Edwards than he does this year because he looks to be a guy that really is looking for contact from the defender. He leans into guys a lot when he gets around them. If he goes in the air, he has no problem absorbing that contact and finishing. He had a little bit of a scare. I don't know if he um, just had a cramp or he went knee-to-knee -knee with somebody, but he took himself out of the game. He was asking for Painter to take him out of the game, which is always funny. Painter doesn't like taking anybody out of the game for just a a little nick, uh, but took him out. Took him out of the game. Coven Rim stretched, went right back in the game, looked great. So the scare was not worth anything, which was great to see. Um, if you're going to be concerned with anything, Purdue shot the three pointer poorly or just a little worse than I would hope this team would. I think these guys can shoot. It looks like they can shoot, even when Purdue was missing. Somebody said this years ago about Rob Rob Hummel, Robbie Hummel, that even when he misses, it looks better than some team, uh, some people's made shots. And Purdue has a bunch of guys that shoot that way. Uh, Newman shoots that way, of course. Uh, first had an horrible, horrible-looking three, and he's a pretty good three-point shooter. Uh, but Gillis is another guy that he had a couple misses that just kind of were going in and out. Gillis is flammable from, from deep. He can really uh, get very efficient where he just will just knock down shot after shot. Last night wasn't one of those nights. 
which says they could have even beaten beat Truman State more, beaten beaten them worse. The beginning of the game was weird. If you weren't paying attention, if you weren't watching it, Purdue was down early, uh, probably in the first seven minutes. I I don't have a a ticker to look at the score, but I think Purdue was down, and it was mostly attributed to Truman State getting a lot of looks at threes. Uh, they got a lot of open looks early. They were knocking everything down. I think they were shooting three pointer like 70%, making 70% of their shots in the first 10 minutes. Painter made some adjustments. He was clearly frustrated with them getting open looks. And then Purdue ratcheted down on them, stopped that. They stopped getting open looks. And then Truman State got really, really tired. The fatigue was obvious to them. Their bigs specifically were hanging all over Purdue bigs. Uh, their threes were coming up short. They were kind of banging them off the front of the rim. And the game was over by, I mean, the game was over at about the 15, you know, 15 minutes into the first half. Purdue did what you should do in an exhibition game. That's that's all there's to it. There's no reason to, to make it a bigger deal than it is. Uh, but it's nice to see that this team, in a, quote, rebuild year, let's not forget they lost four starters. In a rebuild year, Purdue looks awfully strong. They look awfully smart. Somebody on Twitter said um, that, let me see if I can do this right. Um, they just they were talking about Trakoff and Wren looks like a guy right away that has potential to be an all Big Ten type of guy. I I don't disagree at all. I think that I just think I think he is going to be the real deal. He looks fantastic. Um, he looks extremely comfortable. He doesn't look um, he doesn't look like a guy redshirted honestly. And he's a unique guy. The fact that he chose to redshirt in, in itself, and we've talked a bit about that on this site. He's a unique guy. Uh, but Trey Kaufman-Wren, is a, uh, uh, he's going to be really, really good. Uh, one thing that, an observation, if you if you weren't there, uh, if you didn't watch, into, watch it on Big Ten Network, the paint crew was absolutely in mid-season form. They were amazing. A couple times, in fact, I, was, I felt a little bad for the Truman State guys because they were riding them like they do. And uh, Trey, uh, pardon me, uh, Truman State fouled out two guys. Both guys got the normal treatment of, you know, getting their steps know noted and and being told to sit down but they were so thunderously loud uh, I almost wanted to say hey guys let's, let's take it easy on the, the, our guests because they, they didn't they just were so overmatched um, so the big takeaway though like I said Purdue follows up a 20-point win over Cincinnati in a secret scrimmage with a very sound whipping of a, of a team that doesn't belong in the same court as them they're just doing what you're supposed to do at this point it'll become real I think the uh, I think they play again the next week. But um, exciting to be there. And uh, onward and upward. We got a couple people live. Well, Greg McManus has, uh, let's see, he says, D2 school in Missouri. My son has a friend attending school there. She said basketball really isn't, their basketball really isn't this bad. I agree. I, I mean, I don't think, I think anytime you have a D2 school playing a Division One school, it's going to, they're going to look bad. But uh, that was that was a rough night for them. Uh Greg Manis, another comment. Uh, Purdue usually has a lot of guys from Indiana, but this roster, there were several times that it was all Indiana kids. Lock up the state. Make sure they don't head south. Check. And I, I tend to agree. It's great when Purdue owns the state. It's good for everything. It's good for rivalry. It's good for the fan base. You have a lot of people, obviously, that are from Purdue or from Indiana at Purdue. It's not like IU where, you know, a big chunk of IU's student base is from the Northeast. And uh, I think Purdue, I think we think of ourselves mostly as Indiana people, even though 
when I, you look at the Boiled Sports staff, you've got two of the five aren't from the state of Indiana. Of course, Jay and Dave. So, uh, we're, I don't know. Is two out of five a, a good representation of the school? I bet it's. I bet it's more like probably one out of one out of seven. Maybe not from the state of Indiana. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I'd have no data there. I'm just talking. So. I wanted to check in, give a little bit of post game over the about the Truman State game. For those of you who are tuned in, I appreciate it. For those of you who are listening, uh, recorded, I also appreciate that. Um, oh, what Greg McManus has one more comment about Truman. Uh, uh, he said their plan for defending it was Hackazack, and that's nice that we can say that because it, it sounds fun. Um, and uh, he said he was glad Painter pulled him really early. Oh yeah, he so Painter pulled Edie at about the 15-minute mark in the second half. And I thought, good, we don't need to see Edie again. And they put it in again later. And I was like, why put these guys in? I would have pulled everybody out. I would have had trainers playing. I would have done everything I can just to just to not even flirt with with injury. I guess that's kind of a stupid way to think because it's basketball. Uh, but Truman State was really, they were hugging if he got around somebody, he had a couple moves where he spun around his defender and Truman State just kind of grabbed him like underneath his arms and tried to keep him out. And um, it they were they were just incredibly overmatched. And Edie made him pay. I think he hit almost all of his free throws. I think he missed one free throw. So pretty darn good day for, his, for Edie on, on uh, every, no matter how you look at it. So... Well, that's about it for you. I think I've been on for a little over 10 minutes, 13 minutes, and um, appreciate you tuning in. We're not sure. I, I haven't heard any office talk about having a handsome hour this week. I would love to have another uh, midday or late afternoon handsome hour. I will put that out for uh, the, my fellow uh, handsome hour hosts, see if we can get one recorded, just because I think it's fun. If they're, if the work schedules allow it, then uh, yeah, I, I think that We'd love, to, we'd love to bring one to you, but I don't know if you should expect it. So thanks for tuning in, though. Thanks for listening. Uh, one more. Ryan Lewis says, Purdue finishes above IU in the Big Ten. Mark my words. Ryan Lewis, I don't, I don't know who you are, Ryan, but I'm marking your words. Um, I think there's a very good chance that Purdue is in the top third of the Big Ten, um, if not the top three in the Big Ten, just because of the nature of what this team looks like. It looks like a Matt Painter team. The thing they've got to do and they will do is they've got to get defensively better. Um, Two big, I keep saying a big takeaway. Another big takeaway, let's say uh, Purdue's defense is a work in progress. They're not there yet. And one of the other things that I noticed was outside of Jenkins, I don't see a lot of guys really trying to to drive. Uh, Jenkins looked very good on the drive. Newman looked very smooth. Um, First looked like he was trying to dunk every time he touched the ball. Um, And Smith... Looked like I said he, he he could have driven a couple times, but he chose not to. But I I think there's just the, the defensive part is something that I I know Painter wants him to be better at this year than they were last year. I think they will be better than they were last year. I think they're going to be better at controlling turnovers than last year. I think these are all big positives. But obviously, you don't have the dynamic player who can just take over a game, which is a it, that's a big deal. A friend of mine, Alfred Dowd, says uh, they look like they really demolished Truman State. But why do we play D2 schools? Well, Dad, thanks for tuning in. Um, They play D2 schools. It's really a favor both ways, they say. And I I, I had a joke with the the guy I was watching the game with. 
um, the phone call that Painter had when he called Truman State. He said, hey, you guys mind us, mind coming to West Lafayette and we just beat you like a pinata for, for 40 minutes? You guys good with that? And the conversation probably isn't much different, but they say it's good for both sides. Um, and since it's exhibition, it's not really, it's not, um, uh, I don't think it matters that much. That said, this pre-con schedule uh, is, a, is a weak one especially for Purdue. And it might be perfectly designed for this team as they tune up and get to know each other. But this is a weaker pre-con than I think we're, we're used to as Purdue fans. So get ready for that. They have a couple good games in there, but most of them, uh, Purdue should handle their business. It's a lot like I use pre-con, I think, in most seasons where they're playing teams that just aren't that strong. So, um, so that's about it. Thanks for tuning in, Dad, and everybody else. Uh, always good. Uh, Dad, thanks for watching. Have a great day. Hammer down. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. See ya.